<laughs> hey, so um, where'd you say you were from? Do I need anything? Uh, like uh, New York is where I like grew up, and then I went Robin. out Middle East and lived with this one, mm-hmm. and then uh, and now I'm back in New York, up in upstate New York in Albany. I just went to I went to SUNY because like in state tuition, and I didn't know what I was doing with my life. I was like, well, I'm gonna do the cheapest option then, <laughs> which worked out. I like my job, you know, it all worked out in the right. Sometimes Whatever. it does. Sometimes yeah. it does. What's your What's your job? Uh, I work for an energy company, and I ma- I do. I'm a cart- I'm a cartographer. Cartographer? Yeah, I make maps, son. Dude, that's <laughs> fucking sick. <laughs> Talk about niche, dude. You'll never meet another cartographer, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Wait, so was your major like geography? Or? Yeah, yeah. Wow, dude. That Literally, awesome. ge- and it's like I. So I started because like I I got in college. I was like, okay, I, what the fuck am I doing? I wanted to do engineering and uh, biology. I hopes. I, that was literally the goal. My school then tells me we don't have an engineering program and you can't just take some biology classes. You have to go full pre-med or don't even bother. And I was like, well, oh, I yikes. guess I want to do geography oh. because I like, um, I was like, kept doing geography classes. And then I found, I just went more and more specific and then I ended up in urban planning and uh, globalization. Hmm. And I did like a, a, like a minor in the thing that I actually do my job in now, which is, you know, I guess how the world works. And then, uh, oh my God. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, so I did like a a mapping minor certificate thing. And uh, that's what got me my job. And I've been working there three years and I'm trying to do something else. (laughs) Uh, It's also part of why he's here. It's a marketing tour for DC, seeing if this is a place where he could see himself ending up. Yeah, the good nice thing about a niche job is there are a lot of opportunities because you will never meet another cartographer. <laughs> yes. I, I went through true. college not crazy? knowing anybody else in my degree. Isn't I, I knew same. three people in my degree, and I didn't talk to them because they were kind of weird. <laughs> That's what they thought about him, too. Yeah. You might find another cartographer, but they will not be as cool as you. Oh, <laughs> yes, no, but we do have to give it up to our guest uh, on Rabbit Hole Sessions Radio today. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, Asim Garnal Kumar, all the way from New York. Yeah, no. So I don't know how much of that will get kept, but I assume you just told him about GIS and like yeah, map making like, and shit like that. But I, I like I wanted to. This is part of the reason why I wanted to bring you on as well because, as you just alluded to, and James, you just confirmed. I, I've never met anyone else who's done that before, like GIS or cartographer. Anyone who said they're a map maker or that they make <laughs> maps. Same. I've never met anyone like that before, right? <laughs> And so even though people might immediately think, oh, he draws them with his hand? Wow. No. That's what my teachers did. No. Yeah. (laughs) He does it. But I do want to know about something that might seem so, um, like, digital and mechanical. (laughs) No, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I think all the time. (laughs) All jobs are technically dumb. Agreed. Anything that's not, like, farming or doctor is dumb. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Because that's yeah, really yeah, all that's we need. True. Anything not boosting the social good, right? It's kind of like it's all pretty. No, no, no. I, I, they're all dumb. As in, like they're all made up. Like food and health is really the only jobs we need. Everything else is made up. Yeah, I could. I'm you know what I'm saying? Good. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying they're just uh, by virtue of what they wait, are. Wait, whoa, whoa, wait. Like podcasts are dumb. <laughs> people, people don't need this. 
<laughs> what? I gotta say, one of the things that helps with working a traditional nine to five is listening to people not working a traditional nine to five. That's right. That's what we do. About nine to fives. <laughs> that's all we do. Oh, well, James works nine to five, but uh, oh, that's what's up, yeah. bro. It's uh, uh, it, 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 it's a thing we not do. Not full. There we go. But no, okay. So the question was like, just I wanted to know about moments or spots of creativity that you might find when you do it if it's more than just you're given a task and like you do it because that's one of the foundations of this show is yeah. the creative process and trying to find the links across disciplines so uh, do yeah. you find moments like that, that? So yeah <laughs> we've changed a bit <laughs> since the start but it's still there yeah so like when i started i it was lucky because i started at a company where like when i started there were f like five employees and now there's like maybe 50 like pushing that like there's like it started small and i was like one of the first people and then it grew big so like the creativity kind of came in like there was no they said do this yeah i said how they said that's why i hired you okay we're gonna figure it out <laughs> like you know what a response so that's the creativity part like everything that we do is like a process that we had to come up with and then like find the perfect way to do and like basically like uh, modify it to make it thing and then like in terms of like base creative or like traditional creativity i mean like a lot of my time is just spent drawing you know like i have to do digital drawings of like like freehand type of shit no 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 like in like autocad and stuff like uh of, or like a mapping i don't know software. what that is oh mapping software got you okay. yeah so i like, make digital drawings uh it's a it's uh, man the amount of time i spend thinking about colors is just stupid <laughs> like it's stupid no like it's dumb <laughs> wait wait you mean you don't see you don't not see color bro no <laughs> i'll tell you right now pink is a great color that's under underutilized and like yellow can go kill itself. Like I have, Jesus. I have like well, I have emotional well, careful, attachments now. Careful, oh, God. <laughs> the conversations we've had all podcast. Be careful. That's all I want to say. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. So like, color theory was a thing I had to like Buckets. think about for a bit, and just like, how does something look? So like now, now that like the pro, like the creative side of it's kind of more or less over in terms yeah. of like we've come up with the process, we come up with what is a good standard set of colors to use for each thing or whatever but right. like that whole was that whole thing figuring that all out was i guess creative i like i keep myself entertained by uh when i'm like very for like mapping america y'all be lazy name <laughs> places better <laughs> it's dumb it's hilarious and that's like i found some hilarious towns or just like i think it's funny when they name a town of fifty thousand people paris no, <laughs> <laughs> not You're quite. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> in the middle of Texas, too. What? Yeah, yeah literally. What, how? What's the relation? Literally. Um, so, so, yeah. Can I ask, what's the uh, scale of the maps that you work on usually? It depends. I'll do like either like a map just showing like a this is a thing that we're interested in, like a piece of property or something, or a national map where it's like these are all the areas that do all the different things. It's really based on request, but it goes from national to like lot sized. Mm. So a lot As of it is, like, property acquisition-based for companies or for, like, you're land. the company that finds it? So, like, we have people that find this land, but it's also, like, I'll like, we'll just do it on our own. Right. Like, so that's right. kind of where, like, the creativity comes in. It's, like, the prospecting aspect. Ooh, so, like, I've been trying to, like, yes. get myself more and more involved into it and, like, trying to, like, see a project from start to finish as in, like... I like people will be like we're looking in this area. These are the parameters. I'll find whatever pieces of land and then do the parameters on it. And like I'll say, oh, too wet, too dry, too steep, whatever. Yeah. And then uh, you have to do a bunch of things. You find the one, and then like 
then you start calling them and then you have to convince them to sell you the land you have to tell them the deal and then you have to get the permits like all that stuff so i've been trying to like get more into that because it's kind of interesting yeah it's kind of fun um like calling random people and like <laughs> dude they're trusting me with money that i don't have and that's like <laughs> it's so big bro like like the first thing it was like yeah dollars <laughs> oh it's not oh. enough money Okay, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, bro. Right. I was on the phone once with a guy who literally got mad at me for offering him dollars. <laughs> he literally <laughs> hung up the phone. He oh, for a field. <laughs> it's a field. <laughs> huh? Yeah, yeah. And then I'm in my studio, just like looking at birds. Like, okay, this is my job. Like, <laughs> you know? so like that's entertaining. So you gotta find your little sources of entertainment for yeah. things. Who says no to that? I'm still mad at this dude. That's wild. No. Land's expensive. I mean, I wonder. I about to say, I wonder how much it actually went for. Then I can understand. Well, he was how holding he out for like or something. Jesus. Goddamn. Yeah, I mean, well, of course I'm hanging bag, up bro. on. And then, yeah. Yo, what? But I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I, I'll never see that much money in my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you trust me to make these phone, dude? I'm like, and then like uh, figuring out like the, that's what I was doing this morning. I was figuring out how much to offer somebody, so I have to find all the prices of the thing and then yeah. like aggregate it. Like data, data analysis and stuff, I found to be kind of slept on as like a source of entertainment. Like not in the, like a like oh. oh it's fun to do, but like mm. when you're doing it, it's you're solving a puzzle. Yeah, yeah, you're making connections here, like yeah. things that might not be right there. You and also, you're the, the first one to do it, you know? So that's oh. always like a nice little feeling where it's like, that's yeah. true. And so when you present it, there are people who are like, like, these adults are listening to me. Like, really? That's why? Okay, tell me more. Yeah. I'm like, you're all right, we're punching. sending it now. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Kinda, I've kind of felt that way even here. Uh, like, people who are watching video might notice we're in a new studio. It's somewhere I'm working with now, but even like, when they are listening to me specifically for like recommendations about the studio or about like configuration or like software, I'm just like, oh, me? You're asking me? Yeah. It's about time. <laughs> Boy, finally get your specker out here. All right? It's about time. <laughs> but at first, I'm like, oh, stop, stop. But then deep down, it's like, yeah, yeah. Right. you made yeah. the right and, choice. And don't question me again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, why are you even talking to me, actually? Now that yeah. we really reevaluate the situation, yeah. I'm so just going to do I, it. I found that, like, having a traditional job, like, sure, it blows. But it's also, like, there's some parts of it that were that are slept on that are nice that, like, weren't advertised as being the nice parts. Of, like, right. just feeling like you're contributing to something, that feels mm -hmm. nice. Having people, like, respect your opinion about something, that feels, feels great. nice. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> becoming an expert in something mm. feels good. Somebody yeah. asked me a question about maps. I got you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't have That's to think up. or look uh, up anything. I got it. They you gave know? you an opportunity to grow as well. Like you said, becoming an expert. They're willing to invest in creating an expert, not just importing one. Yeah. Although sometimes it feels like, why are you guys paying me if I'm just learning things? <laughs> 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 we won't Thanks. tell them that part. Dude, yeah. I literally, I remember one of my first, like, things that I did there was, like, uh, I, the accountant lady got mad at me. She's like, you need to sign up for payroll. I'm like, I haven't done anything. Right. I'm just learning how to do this stuff. They're like, we still have to pay you for that. I was like, hold on. Really? <laughs> hold on. You get paid to learn new things? Yeah. Why am I going to school? <laughs> what? This is the one that will pay me in the future as well? Yeah. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah, for fucking school, I pay now and later. At my job, they pay me now and later. Yeah, bro. What the hell am I doing? They were literally like, you have a month to figure it out. Here's you get paid uh, the Mount, you get paid. And I was like, well, I didn't think I was going to get paid. Right. 
That's pretty dope. Sick. Yeah, an extra paycheck is pretty fucking dope. <laughs> so it does sound like that there are plenty of those opportunities that it's not just mind-numbing shit. Where maybe there are well, numbers. Well, I think that it's suck. like it's like sure, like uh, being at home has made the mind-numbingness a lot more bearable. Also, mm. worse because now worse. I want to do it even less. Whereas before <laughs> in the office, I'm in the office. We're all doing whatever we're doing. Right. Once I leave, it's done. We're now work at home never ends. But um, yeah, the tediousness sucks. Yeah, it it, yeah. it does blow. I'm not gonna lie. But it gets. It, but like now, the tedious things take me two minutes. Oh, so before it would good. take me a day. Yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. True. And then like when you tell like dude like another thing is I had a, I have a like an intern I guess like not really an intern but like I was like training he was an intern. Shout out Bam. In, Bam. Yeah, my boy. <laughs> Shout <laughs> out then, Bam. Yeah. And then um, so like he came in and he didn't know anything and then so like I've been teaching him stuff like how to do all the things and like that's also nice. It's like yeah, you know. Yeah, I guess I am an expert. Yeah, <laughs> you know? imparting wisdom. And then, like, if, when you show somebody, like, yeah, can you do this? And then it takes them a day, and it took you two minutes. You're like, all right, nice. And then now it takes him two minutes, and I'm like, let's fucking let's go. go. <laughs> you know? So it's like, it, th- those are kind of like, I feel like the interpersonal relationships are kind of things that are slept on when people consider, like, the mm. traditional job life. But mm. I guess it depends on the company. I also know people that are, like, accountants for the big four, and it's like, yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're not gonna get that. You're same literally a code. No, 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 no. At all, you're gonna get the opposite. Honestly, they probably don't want you to they get better because they literally want to care don't care about you <laughs> at all. Yeah. yeah, I like my boy's working from. He he had a schedule for a bit where he was working from six p.m. to eight a.m. as an accountant. Fuck that. Those were his hours. Mark, if you're listening, I'm never working that. <laughs> just just so you know, Mark, I'm never working that. Is that. Horrible. Because they needed but to yeah, do a twenty-four hour right. project. Yeah. When you're in a group um, setting. Like a team that you fuck with, yeah, yeah. grow significantly. You'll yeah. feel more attached to whatever you're doing, and you'll find so much more nuance in the things that you're doing. You'll find things to love about yeah. whatever you're doing. Exactly. It's also exactly. interesting that they gave you somebody to teach as well, because sometimes I think I realize that that's where you start to realize your most growth is like, oh, mm-hmm. I can, like you said, I can teach this. Mm-hmm. Being able to impart knowledge and wisdom for someone to then apply it. I mean, some of the most important skills ever. That's how you learn shit a lot of the time. Is someone apl- uh, imparts it to you in a way you can understand. Um, Heck yeah. But that, like, led in from urban planning and, like, an interest that you had in urban... Or which one came first? So urban planning came first, and then GIS was really just, like, a spinoff. It was like, oh, I'm taking four classes that are in this thing. I right. might as well finish the minor. Right. <laughs> and here's know? an applicable <laughs> job skill. Yeah, well. and, like, uh, honestly, my dad had set me up for, like, I had just without even realizing it because the first job I ever had was at, at an architect, uh, like uh, uh, engineering architectural firm, and they just had me doing busy work. But the busy work was on a program called AutoCAD, so I got like a certification in this drawing program or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But then since it's so niche, like that that on my resume with all the things I was doing was like an instant shoe in. Mm. Although ironically, wow. I haven't started doing AutoCAD until three years later for the same job. So like, pfft, whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I've actually used uh, GIS before. Yeah, it's, I had it's a uh, internship where we were studying like the the effects on the ecosystem from new toilets. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. we had to place toilets on a map. Yeah, and yeah. show the That's water cool. usage in those areas. Yeah. Question: If there's you know, a lot you can do with maps, that's that's kind of the creativity part too. Yes. Where it's like now, this is definitely I don't view work necessarily as the creative outlet, but work is giving me the tools where like, ooh, and like my ideal like in the future would be to freelance the mapping. Yeah. So like then it's like I can 
do it for whatever. But it's That's like cool. I, I once took a uh, like a one day course thing, and it was like the other people in the mapping course were like one of them was a doctor. He was like, I want to map the spread of disease for my patients. Like Whoa. there were like people. There was like a clothing company who was like, That's I want to map where my where I'm most successful from which stores and what demographics of neighborhoods. Like yeah. you can break down like mapping is a visualization of data, and data is everything. So Ooh. like with mapping, wow. that was a bro, bar. The, 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 the knowledge, <laughs> that was the, a the, bar. Yeah, dude. The stuff you can get from mapping is is wild. Like the the like the like the value return from it is just because also it's like mm. a lot more easier to understand than like a list of like these are mm. the, all the different properties and their values. It's like what if I can click on it, see where it is? Is it in a is it in a wetland? Okay, next one. You know a what I wetland. mean? Wetland. Like I don't have to send somebody out there now and be like. It, is there an endangered toad on it? No. Yeah. Okay, because somebody else made a data set about there's a bunch of endangered toads over there. I also like the nature aspect. Like, the nature mapping is really what, like, got me more into it because it's, like, you can map migration. Mm. You can map where the birds are, endangered species, like, what's a wetland what, or what's uh like, needs to be fixed. Like, the environmental applications are very cool. And then, like, yeah. the company I work for does batteries, like, industrial-scale batteries for solar oh. panels. So that's also a green kind of thing. Yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah. You know, you Saving the world at the same time. Yeah, you find Aww, a company look. with like a th- something you can like get on board with, and uh, then it's kind of, I really just feel like I'm getting paid for training. Right. And then I have to do little tasks. Yeah. Well, urban yeah. planning is another one that isn't something I've heard from many people. And even it's, when I remember when you first told me about weird. it, I was like, oh, see, I'm like, that's fucking interesting. Like, where did that even come from? So yeah. what is that that interests you? Is it places you've been? Is it something that you saw? What it's the, like the it, sparked it? Wanted to, it's living in a ghetto, ghetto fucking city, bro. Like Albany, it, I would I would say go. Don't. Like, <laughs> yeah, like nothing appealing. Nothing. Like, it's, it's rough. It has its charm or whatever. It's nice for people in upstate New York. But, like, it's not a place you'd visit. It's got a super high crime rate. The local high school's uh, success rate was 50%. Like, half the city's vacant. And it's got all these problems in it. And I, we came from the richest city in the world. Yeah. Literally the richest city in the like world. fake levels. Like, to the point That's where everything's place. fake. Yeah, like, everything's so fake. And that was the urban planning, like, made it. All of that was built into it by design. Yeah. By a Japanese dude. Nice. Um, oh. And an Egyptian. I actually did not know that. All yeah, of Abu Dhabi? Yeah, yeah. Wow. The grid system wow. and then the, like, green beltways. Gotcha. And then, like, the, how it goes, like, you know how it would go, like, uh, uh, at least in the center of the city, it would go skyscraper, and then behind the skyscraper, those low kind of cities? Yes, yes. That's like a, it was called, like, the watermelon method of urban planning and mega blocks. So it's like, there's a lot of Whoa. theories behind this, right? And then, so I went to a place <laughs> I like this is. where I never thought about it, and then, uh, and then I go to Albany where it's, uh, ha, huh, it's got problems, you know? And I'm like, how? I literally, I never, I never knew this was an option. Uh, how did this happen? So as I started learning more about like how it happened, uh, spoilers, a lot of it was inflicted, like self-inflicted. They put in some highways that were basically like, let's do racism real hard, and then uh, and then white flight, <laughs> super just, racism. They were like, we're gonna make the white entrance of the flight, high, dude, to the point where it's ridiculous. Like the 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 neighborhoods where it's like eighty percent up African American are cut that. off by highways. Or a highway is the entrance of that neighborhood. So, like, it can no longer have a downtown kind of street where people can sell things because you're constantly in traffic. It's just constant. It's the entrance of a highway. Right. So they did these things, and then all the people who could afford to leave, the thing with problem with cities and funding is, like, especially if the city doesn't have geographic boundaries, if I can just go 20 minutes in a different direction and be in a completely different tax situation where I pay less taxes because now I'm not paying city taxes, I'm not doing all these things that support the city... Mm. 
then of course I want to live in my little uh, suburban house out there, Mansion Row or whatever. You know, right. you could just go outside the city limits. I'm still connected to the bus. All these things. So they just everybody went out to the suburbs. There's like a whole bunch of suburbs everywhere, and then the city just went derelict. Which is what happened. And then so I'm like, okay, this I don't is know what it. that word means. It's just like they forgot about it. Got it. Got this it, was okay. just like it's literally the state government of New York is there in the city, and you want to know the most wild thing? State government is its own plaza kind of co- complex thing. They have their own power plant. That power plant is in one of the poorest. It used to be one of the poorest, blackest neighborhoods. Now it's one of the poorest, emptiest neighborhoods. Huh. And it was in a, a trash incinerator. That was their, that was the state capital's energy source, was a trash incinerator oh in the center God. of a neighborhood. Oh, my With God. one-way rows around it that would be backed up with, with, uh, with, with trash. Yeah. So imagine the people that live in this neighborhood. Jesus. So they, there were things like that where I'm seeing it. And I live in the city now. I can see where it is. And I can, like, this was all very real. So I was like, huh. Like, you want to see, like, there's a place called Mansion Row that's three blocks away from, like, every every house on the block is vacant. Every house on yeah. the block is vacant. I literally remember I was talking, because like, where I work is in one of those areas. They turn it into, like, hotels and stuff. So I'm talking to my cab driver. I'm like, Uber driver. I'm like, damn, it sucks that they just paved it all over. They took out like a quarter of the neighborhood and just put uh, like parking lots and, and hotels. And he's like, no, it's great. You want to know what used to be there? Crack houses. You want to oh. know where I used to get my crack? Right there. <laughs> I was oh like, damn, God. appreciate you telling me. And also, damn. So yeah. it's like these neighborhoods got so disregarded that like them being turned oh. into a parking lot was a blessing. That's Whoa. unbelievable yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, unbelievable. Yeah. So, like, being able to see it and have it so in your face this and then crazy. coming from Abu Dhabi, the land of opulence, I once saw a personal submarine. A personal submarine. <laughs> <laughs> it's shaped like a dolphin. <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> this is the same world? <laughs> and then the thing that, oh it was, like, people's decisions led to that. Yeah. yeah. So, like, there are also decisions where, like, you go to a city that's dope, where the city's dope for a reason. They put effort into planning it, you know? They Give put effort into example. the things. DC, I've loved so far. I like its layout. I think it's very interesting. I like it's uh, mm. very European. It's got the circles and the ring roads and everything. The rotaries and shit. The, the rotaries, you know. Like DC, so many names like for New it. York has like a grid system that's strong. Like there were things that like there were some choices that and like the I like when places implement parks and stuff. Like the way the Europeans yes. have done it is very nice. There's like different theories that I also like it because there's no answer. There's no right, which also makes it kind of like, what the fuck is my job? <laughs> like if I become an urban planner There's no right answer Right Well that's not the most pressure I've ever felt ever right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you like it And does it make other people like and it And then like How will it be looked upon In ten generations Or like yeah. however many generations Like the that's layout crazy. of the city Yeah dude Oh you want to freak yourself out Think about If your job is to lay out a city And then yeah. that city's gonna be there That needs to last That's just That, that has to have something <laughs> Smart Wait about but it. so does that Urban tw- planner 20 years later Yeah Someone grows up in that yeah, and they're like this shit is horrible. Yo, this exactly. Sucks. But, but that first bro. person still gets paid yeah. for the horrible job because it's like yeah. you can really only tell oh, like two generations. Yeah, later. or are you, yeah, I don't, yeah, it depends. On, yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. Well, so there were some things. Yeah, there's some points in history that are wild. Albany is another perfect example. Yeah. The little capital building you know, I took there was all marble. Yep. You want to know what used to be there? 
Houses! Oh. <laughs> a neighborhood, a German-American neighborhood that was one of the strongest in the city. Right. Like, it was brown ho- brown uh, t- townhouses, brown homes, brownstones, brownstones. That's what you're thinking of, yeah. And it was, like, it was apparently, like, a really nice neighborhood, and then the dude, the governor, was like, I want to impress the Duchess of uh, Holland. Uh, because uh, it's New Amsterdam or whatever, it's tail. New York. Yeah, and we ha- there's, like, a relationship with them. And then, uh, so he was like, I'm going to make this thing and destroy all these people. He made the thing, and then uh, she was like, eh. <laughs> she was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> she was like, I don't know why you did that. That's pretty weird. <laughs> I, I just, I'm a duchess. I just came from a kingdom. Like, like you a did palace. this because I shrugged my shoulders? You're crazy. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> so some people have made some wild choices. Look at New York and how uh, you can't walk to a river in New York. What do you mean? Walk you across to a highway. Wait, what? Oh, because the highway surrounds the time. edge yeah. of the... Uh, that was a conscious choice. And then, like, that choice could have been worse. They wanted to put a highway that cut through a, a West Forth. You know our favorite drinking area? Yeah, 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 that yeah, was going to yeah. be a highway, right? So, like, somebody stopped that because uh, that was Jane Jacobs. She was like, no, go fuck yourself. And then uh, the other guy was like, okay. So Jane Jacobs is good. She said she yeah. didn't put it there. Or at least, yeah. uh, for, on that decision. <laughs> yeah. On that decision. I don't know who she is. You, no, um, she's, pretty, she's, like, she's held in very high esteem. She's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you see yourself going towards like renovating older cities then so that's like the thing like uh, something that's always bothers me is uh, the idea of like homelessness mm. there isn't a lack of homes at all i come from a city where half the cities or half the homes are empty right there's no lack of homes just repopulate and renovate what exists i don't understand i don't understand I just, don't, I just don't get it. What are we doing here? Like, why is the rent in Brooklyn the highest rent ever? Right. Just go to Albany and take the train. Like, there are alternatives that we can foster yeah. and grow. Yeah. Who, uh, who, who is it on to like promote those type of thinking or strategies? Because I, I would assume mm, the way the reason it doesn't work is because it's gentrified. You can find this. You yeah. Know, and that's not to say I'm blaming the whites. It's just there's literally. <laughs> Low-income places yeah. that you can come in and make high-income places. Exactly right. So, there, so that's the line, right? There's yeah. like, there's a like, definitely. I've worried about this because it's like, okay, if you renovate a neighborhood, who are you renovating it for? The people mm. in the neighborhood or the people you want to replace them? It's usually the people you want to replace them. Well, that kind of defeats the whole purpose of rebuilding this neighborhood, doesn't it? Right. You yeah. know, it wasn't the whole point to make the people's lives there better? Yeah. So, like, that line is definitely something that's being dealt with now, and so it's like, honestly, one of the better one of the good things of government ineptitude is that it leads it leaves this kind of space open for community based organizations. Oh. Whereas, like this is something we're technically you want to get technical with it. The city's probably in charge, yeah, of like how the city looks. It would be public you know? housing is how. It was but where since it would the city, called. yeah, since the city's pretty not great at everything, mm-hmm. or, or like just <laughs> governments in yeah. general don't really do a great job. It's just too bloated, and it takes too long. Yeah, and they don't really know what the specific issues are. Whereas, like, there are some people, like, a a great thing about, like, my school and, like, the program is it's so niche, and it is the capital. Like, we can actually talk to people who are doing things. So, one of the people we talk to is, like, in that neighborhood we're talking about is called Arbor Hill, where it's, like, no bueno, it's the entrance of a highway. And she was, like, she's from that neighborhood, and she's the one that leads the discussion on how to improve it. And I'm, like, that's the move. Like, that's the move. Yeah. Um, Maybe some type of community committee. Yeah, like whereas like runs the decisions. I mean, technically, you could say like HUD, maybe like the the whatever that what does that stand for? The president's HUD. I don't know. Uh, Heads up display. But that's what it <laughs> is in all the video ur- games, it's right? Housing James? and urban development. <laughs> it's the Department of Housing and Urban Development. So like they're the ones who like allocate funding for public housing and I think like all that stuff. But right. I don't think that's the solution either. 
I literally don't think that the solution is government just making houses that are dependent on you being of a certain income. Right. Because then now, if I like my if I like my community, and I like my housing, and I am no longer eligible for like the things that keep people in public housing, am I incentivized to stay in my life? Right. You know, or, or am I incentivized to like leave. leave because if I or or to just be more prosperous because if I become more prosperous, I can't live here now. Ah, I, I'm no yes, longer eligible. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And that's yes. the thing that happens, you know. So, and even if it doesn't happen on like a like a grandiose thing, it's still something that is like part of like that psyche event, like that conscious event of like my housing is tied to this. So it's like, whereas there, I think that there are better ways to do it. I think that there are yeah. like you can give targeted loans. I don't understand how we live in the mm. future and everything is still abstract. Like, who is poor? Are you poor? Do you have a social security number? Like, we can solve. Here's this. money. Yeah. Here's like money for or you. opportunity. You know, yeah, like yeah. here's like yeah. housing for you. Like, what are you going to do with it? And then like local things, I have a, I think have a much better way of enforcing it or like kind of mm. like. And you relating. Never, You're also yeah. just so much closer to it. Like, you or know the needs. Knowing what a community needs, I think. And you mentioned data. Like, that is the future, right? Everything is data. So there should be enough data to know what is the actual issue for right. every individual going through it. Literally, literally. Like, <laughs> literally. And if we, like, literally. No, literally. Yeah. <laughs> no other words. If yeah. the ads can target things to me so good that yeah. I didn't even know I needed it, like, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> then how are you not doing that for housing and food? Like, like I know I need that <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yeah. What is ads? What is like, get the ad companies to do something productive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, would that be something you think that if it was like funding that came from somewhere that's given to a community that then allocates it or is it, no, I think no, this you, is for this. Here is it. Is for I think, I think it would be better to give it to the community and have the community dictate what it is. Are you familiar with, the town in Illinois, I think it's Everton or whatever, that just passed some reparations bills. The first city I oh, I did hear in America. I heard, I heard about it, but I don't know what I took. I, I took a little picture. I wrote down some of the info. So let me, uh, it passed eight to one, first of all. So, and there was one dissenting opinion, which is hilarious. Cause the first one I read that, it was like, blah, blah, blah. The lone dissenting opinion. I was like, here we go. But it's basically on the, it, like speaks on what you just, on what you just said. But the essential, the gist of it is that Evanston, not Everston, but yeah, first U.S. city to make reparations available to black residents for lingering effects of slavery. The council voted $400,000 to eligible black households. Each qualifying household would receive $25,000. Where the money from? Uh, I'll get to that. Like, that's the next one. But each uh, household would receive $25,000 for home repairs or down payments on property. So important to note here, it's already saying it's being allocated for housing. So it has an okay. assigned purpose, right? Um, the funding is coming from donations and revenue from a 3% tax on the sale of recreational marijuana, there we which go. is what I think I mentioned the other day, but I didn't have the, yeah, on recreational okay. marijuana, right? So the it's like- The more weed you buy, the more money- The more black people get money, right? <laughs> well, and I've heard this argument before because there's like, black people have been disproportionately affected by the criminality of weed. So making it legal and tying reparations to something like that makes some sense. Almost similar to how in Abu Dhabi, Locals get stipends oh, get from the oil. Stipend, yeah. They from oil, like every local of Abu Dhabi gets profits or some type of percentage of profits from oil sales and oil revenue. So it would be kind of similar here. And they're saying qualified residents must have lived there or been a direct descendant of a black person who lived in Evanston between 1919 and 1969, right? Okay. And, and because there was discrimination in housing and some other shit. Now, okay. this is where it gets interesting is that the dissenting opinion, which once I heard it, I was like, oh, okay, that actually kind of makes sense. But... They were saying uh, Alder, Alderman Cicely Fleming, 
She was saying that, so she supports reparations, but this is pretty much just a housing plan being called reparations and that the people of the community should dictate the terms of how their grievances are repaired. So it's Ooh. like, you give us the money and we'll choose how we want to allocate it because maybe we'll want some towards housing, some towards this. And part of the uh, opinion was it was very like... Um, paternalistic this is like no it's politics yeah and they were saying part of their dissent was that it's what's the word they use paternalistic saying like yo you're assuming that the black people won't know what to do the most with their money government coming Uh, you know like maybe they want half of that in housing and the other half in like food programs what if i paid for for my housing in full now i don't not eligible for my money exactly oh that's a good point yeah that's and that's exactly it it's basically this assumption that and it's out of touch Right, so it's like it seems good-hearted, like it seems like it's coming from the right place. I'm interested. Which I'm not even like based off the revenue and shit. Go ahead, go ahead. Was there like um, the reasoning to use it for housing was maybe they had an excess in the housing budget, and so they were able to pull from that. Interesting. Well, they yeah, I don't know, I don't know how housing funding is tied into um, the budgeting, all like for revenue and shit. All I know is that they said revenue is coming from donations and the the shit from uh, the marijuana tax so who knows part of that could be that there was yeah extra and i would honestly that'd be pretty fucking hilarious to find out that was the key and then it was just them dressing it up and shit but i think in the article it was saying because there's been specific like housing uh discrimination policies that they were able to prove through this like time frame in this area so maybe it was this is the only thing we can give a solid um reasoning for okay yeah you know like maybe just like throw money at blacks like there might be people (laughs) who say no Right. There could have even been like a, a, a general survey that the, the city sent out you to African-American residents asking like, yo, would y'all like this? Right. Which we don't know if that happened, by the way. We don't know yeah. if they did or not. I also would be interested to know how, what like the medium income for like this place is. Is this like a, bunch mm. of, like, is this a town where like everybody's kind of well off or is this a town where like it's not so? Yeah. Right, right, right. So Just oh, out I of see. curiosity, right. Oh, you're right. Who's like going to be the recipients of this. Um, that's kind of like that's something like the idea that like we live in the future just target to the things like there are issues that we know about like redlining in the housing market yeah where like you know who was affected because they were literally still there that was the point (laughs) of the red it's still drawn so like (laughs) i don't understand why like i see what they're saying where it's like also it's like once once if once this payment goes out you can that the the argument like their claim to reparations is gone them yeah. Yes. The people who are getting yeah. the housing money, oh. yeah. they can no longer com- they can no longer talk about it. That's interesting. Because now you got it. It's no longer an ethereal thing, right? And also, like, whoa, uh, reparations. I don't. I don't know. Let's go. Pull it out of them. I don't know if I agree with it because a you're monetizing generations of suffering, right? You're you're saying that uh, that has a monetary value, right? That sucks. I mean. There is an argument to be made. There is in sure. terms of what was made off the backs of that yeah, suffering. Yeah, but I, I just, I like the is- targeting the issues more. I like yeah, the targeting because yeah, it's like, because yeah, yeah. like, if we want to target the issues of like redlining and housing discrimination, it doesn't stop with just black people. Black yeah. people are at what like thirty percent of the thirteen. Like it's not that 13% high. Thirteen percent of like the population. Somewhere between eleven and thirteen. So like I've so like, an interesting thing to look up. I don't remember the thing, but a, a Stanborn maps or something. But they're like there used to be literally red line maps. That's where the term came from. They would draw. They would have maps of the city and they would draw different colors for different neighborhoods. And they have explanations why them. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to remember. Sanborn. Sanborn. They're either the ones that did the first just 
maps and like they're actually totally fine or they're the ones that did like the proper <laughs> they either they either, either were like just <laughs> maps or super racist one of the two i think those are just maps yeah okay I'll, d- maps I'll try to we'll probably have an email somewhere but it's like, all good so but but like dude the shit that they would say about asians the shit they would say about mexicans oh, about oh, latino yeah, of about everybody it wasn't just black people it was, they would like do call a neighborhood yellow I saw one that literally made me laugh out loud because I was like the fact that the way that they were just quantifying the goodness of a place as a proportion of black people was literally it was comical. Wait, wait, what? what? It was, a neighborhood <laughs> would be red if it was eighty percent or more black. Oh, right. right. So okay, there's this one place oh I found. Oh my god. We're looking at San Francisco or, or or L.A. and there's this one neighborhood I found and it's in green, and a little section of it's in yellow, and it's like a weirdly shaped one. So I click on it. Like, why does it say this? Well, it's a pretty good neighborhood, but there's a clustering of a few Negro families down <laughs> in the South End. Whoa. What the fuck? <laughs> a clustering? They were like, oh, so oh, like oh, they oh. literally were like, yeah, it's pretty good, but there's like four of them, so we're going to give it a medium. Oh, what the oh fuck? <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? That was a legal document. Oh, that's yeah. So like, we can find these things yeah. and target these things specifically without going into the abstractness of like, also, I just, I want race out of every conversation. I want it gone. Yeah. It's now just yeah. become so corrosive that there's no, there's no direction it can like, there's no conversation that doesn't just becomes race. Just to, yeah, erodes. it's it's in everything now. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and the more that it's in the psyche, the less it goes away. Because I don't like the idea of race. I think it's silly. It is. I think it's dumb. Very silly. It's, it's made up stupid. entirely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's made by the Americans and then perpetuated by people mad at the Americans. Huh? <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Who was talking yeah. about race? It's the people who are talking about critical race theory. Everyone else is like they're just quiet races. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're not talking about it. And quiet racism fades. You want to know how it fades? Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that Some took out thirty percent of a, a, a generation of would be racists, where they're like, "Well, that's a good thirty percent gone." You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, just by saying no, like, it's saying. cool and nice to accept all different cultures, regardless yeah. of whatever, without ex without explicitly being like, "You should like it because it's different." Yeah, you it's know? essentially saying this is normal, but the experience is, is different. This is all, America. which is what Fresh Prince was like. They exactly. were normal people. Well, I mean, they were actually quite rich and wealthy people that you were following, but they did normal life things. But they were black, so there were right. tinges of the black experience. And it sucks. It's so up. weird it's that you have to normalize. There we, black I was about experience. to say that. Isn't that it crazy? Sucks that that's a thing. <laughs> it's crazy, but that's just the reality. And yeah. like at some point, there like especially if your population is only thirteen percent of the total population. Yeah. How many? Th- that means that there's a significant number of people that have never met you or anybody like you, and you're asking them to change everything they know about themselves for someone they've never met. Mm. So if I get an introduction as someone who's point. never met a black person to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, I now have someone in my mind who's just a neutral. Yeah, they can be cool. They like basketball. I like basketball. You know, like and I don't at have the same to think time, about or all these. they can be not cool. It's Carlson. He's he's a nerd. He's like just like me. Oh, I don't right? like nerds. I'm more of a jock, right? You identify right. with what they're doing more than who they are. Yes, because they're all doing something, and they all do something that relates to people. And then, like you just said, that's what becomes what we relate on, we, not the fact that we look we, alike. We jumped the gun a little bit, in the sense of thinking all the bridges had been made, and that everybody's on board, and now burned the bridge because uh, whoever's left. Isn't one of, is is a bad person, but the bridges are still being formed and will be Absolutely. formed for a long time until everybody comes over. Yeah. Then burn the bridge. You can't burn the bridge halfway through. Yeah, 
And things like culture and entertainment usually are good ways for, you know, long-term for that to be part of the zeitgeist because it's not this abrasive thing. Like you mentioned, the fact that when race gets brought up, everybody gets a little more heightened. Everybody gets a little more tense. And Dude. it's like, ugh. And we're a little bit kind of excluded from it because in my head, who am I siding with? Yeah. Whoever no, I, don't I have want. A, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I Whoever might. fits the conversation more. <laughs> in I'm my head, I don't have a side. Motherfucker, yeah. And I'm legally from this one too. Tell me different. Bitches. You know? Yeah. That's, that's a great point because, like, we are, as Americans, like, I'm second, maybe even third generation. I think I'm third generation, right? Yeah. So I'm not even super tied to my Hispanic culture. I haven't been in Mexico. I don't speak Spanish. Um, and I have a friend who's second generation. And he's from his family's from India, but he's already kind of separated from the culture. Right. And the, the more generations you grow, each one is more and more separated from the past. More and more mm -hmm. American. More and more, of which America. a lot of yeah. for a lot of reasons, whether good or bad, is the reason that first generation came here in the first place. They exactly. wanted their kids to be more American. Exactly, yeah. like everyone. Because that's like, where the land of opportunity, like that, quote unquote. I, is. I get mad when people like are talk shit about America too much because I'm like, you're discounting everybody's experience who risked so much, everything, so much yeah. to get here. Everybody who came here risked everything because you are a little uncomfortable with your existence. You were given everything. Now the fact that you don't have something, you think your life's over. There are people who literally gave up everything to gain life, Bro, to, to have a to life. That's kind of the most frustrating part about like, white liberals. Yeah, they're because trash. they're the ones who are giving the most. Yeah, and they're, they're the and ones have given up the least. This local. is so. Oh, everyone's racist. Oh, you want to know who's <laughs> racist? Indians, bro. You want to know why we left? Because they be wild. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like we're just we're just we're, we pretended all these like bad things were invented in America, where it's like no people were fleeing shit. Dude, I when the when Trump said shithole countries, I laughed out loud. Uh, so did and I. And I didn't realize it was going to be such a thing. <laughs> I did because I thought I thought it was like, yeah, bro. This the reason people are leaving is because <laughs> shit is bad. <laughs> like obviously, it's insensitive to say nobody wants to hear your things a shithole country. Uh -oh. but if you walk across six uh -oh. different countries from Honduras to the United States, I think that's a statement in and of itself, right? About how your country is. Is yeah. it that good? I don't think you would have walked across six others to get here. <laughs> got a point. But like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and like yeah, America yeah, yeah. existing as like the a place where people bad. can go is a nice idea to have. But yeah, like yeah, by dis the just discounting the that there were problems at other places worthy leaving is silly yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I do agree with that. And then that grows into the ever more convoluted conversation of American imperialism, getting oh, involved 100%. in those countries, being 100%. part of the reasons that they're destabilized and shit like that. Oh, I'll talk shit about the CIA. Except, <laughs> except, except on air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> except right now. Yeah. Room. That was the dude yeah. from before. <laughs> right? <laughs> right, except for this room that only has one entrance and exit yeah. and yeah. clear view of us. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, so. No, I do understand. Yeah, America's yeah. done wild yeah. things. Don't I don't want it to seem like I'm out here pretending America's been an agent. No, I don't think you are. No, I think it, it's no, just acknowledging both sides. They took over Hawaii important. for pineapples. <laughs> Remember that the banana wars. <laughs> the banana wars existed, and still to this day, remnants are felt. Like yeah. for bananas, <laughs> you like Dole. <laughs> <laughs> you like They've done a lot of genocide. <laughs> like it's you know, but I know that you know, and it's like right. that's something in and of itself that like this is known. Like I know the fucked up things America does as an American. Right. I guess that's. Something. No, it's definitely something. <laughs> right? It's it's something. I think it's something. <laughs> I think the reason can, that most things don't change. It. Yeah, the that's, reason that's most things something. don't change is because most people don't know about it. Right. Facts. 
So I think it is a starting point. The reason oppressive governments can remain so oppressive and so prevalent is because they just don't let their people know shit. Yeah, exactly. They limit the information flow. And the exact opposite problem here, so much information flow yeah. that's like, what the fuck do I choose? And what the fuck do I believe just melts. in? Yeah. <laughs> I'm drawn in so many directions. Ah, fuck it, I'm going on TikTok. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. That's they say, is, here, everybody do whatever you want because we know that will make it so fucking hard that you'll just choose the really easy appealing answer, which is TikTok, Instagram, scroll, scroll, scroll. Dude, the wa- you ever see those videos where it's like they just go around asking Americans just simple questions? Yeah. And they don't like know the answers. Yeah. Seven times three. Bro, like, what's seven times? What's the Eight. capital of the yeah. U.S.? Like, yeah. you didn't know? Is huh? it bad that my brain paused for a second before oh, yeah, I knew? Yeah. <laughs> As we're in it. Coming to you live from the nation's capital. We're Fuck, literally in a place again? called Capital Workspaces. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> One day, people, we'll get there. Listen, geography is probably my worst subject. That's why we've got to see him in here. He helps me with maps, maps and visualizing maps in my mind. Cool. <laughs> no, I'm a very mental mapper. Like, if I've walked the route or you show me it, I'll remember it always. Like, I tell the team often that some of my fun things to do is get lost in the city and find my way back home. Yeah, I feel like I could be an adventurer if I was back then, you know. Yeah, oh, no, I'd yeah, die. Dude. I oh, can, yeah. I can figure my way out of a forest. Yeah. I can uh, I could go west. If I had basic... Like, good health, like, you know, no asthma and all that type of shit. I, t- like you, think I could make it through. Because I could run, yeah. jump, climb, like, to a, you know, basically, basically unlimited. I'm going to the frontier immediately, if there's still a frontier. If we live in a world <laughs> yeah. oh. where there's a frontier, I'm yes. there. Immediately. Dude, if, like, space, space exploration, bro, I'm in it. Yo, yeah. your boy Tesla, yeah. just another one of his things just blew up. No, he blows them up uh, on purpose. Uh, no, 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 it was, like, a failed uh, thing. It was specifically uh, listed as a failed thing. Hold on, I have the oh, picture here. Oh, have, like, a payload yeah. in it? SpaceX has suffered another failed landing for its prototype Starship spacecraft as the rocket broke up in thick fog right before touchdown. So I guess that means it went and, and then they did it on broke purpose. on the, ca- on then the why is the stock up for it? <laughs> no, no, the idea? Space is not the stock for SpaceX. What? <laughs> it's not the stock. It's the stock for Virgin Galactic. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking yeah, about? Sure, space yeah. is the stock, for, like the stock oh, oh, space, oh, vi- or vice versa. Which is also yeah, yeah. fine. Yeah. I like. I have Virgin Galactic. Whoa! Not financial Hold advice. up. Let's. Yeah. Oh yeah. You have to say that. Let's short the stock, or can we get arrested no, it's for that? Pretty bad. They're up right as well, actually. SpaceX. No. I wish SpaceX had a stock. James, you on that? You on that investing wave? I like looking at stocks we, nowadays. We, we yeah, pumping out bit. Robinhood, Rolls Royce. Yeah, Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce. Yeah, Rolls Royce is my long hold. Is that gonna boost it or oh, short God, it I if hope. we talk about it? If we just say buy Rolls Royce stock, go then up. it's gonna go down. No, go up, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm please, so confused, please. dude. I honestly don't know how a lot of this shit works. It's really just green line or red line. Honestly, that's what's all going you on? It really is, bro. You get lucky oh, sometimes. But that's bad. I don't want to just get fucking lucky. I want to like do something right. I want to do the right plan. Over how these companies do so. Yeah, my, my whole thing for stocks that's, that's kept me entertained point. and has actually paid off a lot of times is, like, what do you think is a good idea? Look up if somebody is doing that. Like, mm. for me, like, in COVID, I was like, I don't understand. Dude, I've been so – that's a whole different thing. But like, <laughs> you want to know a simple – another simple COVID fix? Yes. You, we ha- UV lights in every building. You replace your batteries, your lights with UV lights on a three-hour timer. You blast the room. Done. I killed every germ. Yay. Entrance of a building, wow. bang. Airplane, bang. Yeah. Elevator, bang. Everywhere, UV lights, bang. They do have they those kill all in um, 
but they, they have those literally that. for phone screens. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like my, my, I remember my sister got my brother for Christmas a f- one of the, a UV light phone yeah. screen cleanser. You put it in there for however many minutes. You take it out. It's completely so disinfected, dude, detoxified. That's what whatever. businesses need to do. What hospitals need to do. You just do that, and then every night you blast it, or every six hours you blast it. So I found one company that did it, and it was called AUVI Applied Something American something something. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And, and then uh, I bought it at. Five, four, it popped up to thir- 30, and then I didn't sell it because that's my problem. I find good things, I don't sell them, which is stupid. And then they just go back them. down? Yeah, now it's at like 10, which is fine. But Oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you also, still have a chance with it. Yeah, I'm just going to hold forever. Rolls Royce, we need you to go up, baby. Rolls Royce, baby. We really need you to go up, Rolls, Rolls Royce. Royce. That would be really fucking good. I hope. So it is 420. Ooh. I got to dip out. All right. Oh, yeah. No it was nice you, dude. Yo, this was awesome. Yeah, this is great. It's this was fun. a great episode. I thought, th- and James, I'm like, I like this. Uh, this setup worked setup. out better than I thought it was going to. Honestly, if we do this on Tuesdays, I could have this setup every time. Okay, uh, we'll 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 figure that out off air. But yeah, 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 we'll figure okay. that out. Uh, <laughs> oh, my wifey's away means you get the you get to play. Yes, yeah, you get the studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take what I want, do what I want. Yeah, I got no pants on. Yeah, I was thinking for food. God damn. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the pod, does she? I doubt it. Uh, every now and then. Yeah. Really? Oh, what's up, Mimi? Hey. Oh, maybe we need to bleep that out. I don't know. But what's yeah. up, girl? Yeah, what's up, girl? Yeah. Okay, anyway. Thank you, everybody. Asim. Dope. I hope thank you for coming, person. dog. This was fucking awesome. And this glad you were here in person this time. a lot better than I thought. Those yeah. Mics and- yeah. Is there anything you want to lead the people with in terms of links or ads or anything you want them to check Not out? even a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I have no internet presence and I never will. Don't look for Do you me. Have- <laughs> Any organizations you're supporting or want to bring? Yeah, yeah, I told it before, but I mean, I figured we'd start it next Um, episode. I haven't posted the video. If someone could tell me who's a good thing to donate hair to, because I'm going to be in the market soon. Yes, Asim grows his hair out and donates it to charities. Which I guess is the opposite of giving you a charity. You give me a charity. (laughs) (laughs) I am the charity. Yeah, damn. YNF? (laughs) 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 Young Negro (laughs) Funder. I can't get in trouble because that's from Fresh Prince. I never made it up. I don't know if I ever told you that. You didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, James. Been a great job. Last words for the peeps. Uh, yeah, stay safe. Um, but uh, Asim, it's been pretty cool meeting Oh, hell you, yeah, dude. I've had a great time talking to you, man. Yo, this is awesome. One day we'll do I like an in-person. Oh, of course. Over. Sure. Hey, I'm vaccinated. So I'm coming down to Texas. <laughs> that's what I'll he might be coming to. Guys. He might be coming to Maryland sometime soon. I am. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Uh, check out Billy B's new song with me and James. You can find him on Instagram at Billy underscore B. Or no, Billy Zoo. Billy X U. Uh, yeah. Or on YouTube, Billy underscore B. And you'll find us Ride Out featuring Tyler On Demand and Jimmy McMoney. Uh, otherwise, check out my shit at Tyler On Demand. I'm always doing good stuff. TylerOnDemand.com. And check out this pod at Rabbit Hole Sessions. Follow us for more. Maybe we'll be back on YouTube one day. Maybe not. But now that we have a video clip, it's possible. Noise. All right, everybody. Peace. Bye. Bye. <laughs> This world shall know pain. Bruh. <laughs> I like the bro one. I like the bro one.